You're listening to Roll for Damage, the Lost Legends arc. Thanks for listening to the first episode of Roll for Damage. This is a real play uh, D&D podcast where we're going to play through this dope-ass campaign that my buddy Ben made. And uh, yeah, let's do a little introduction here. I'm Logan, um, and I am playing a gnome barbarian named Big Boots. Uh, my past RPG experience is uh, I grew up playing a campaign called GURPS, um, a system called GURPS. I played that pretty much from when I was 12 to about now and i'm a old ass man 30 um and yeah i have never played fifth edition i've played 3.5 and pathfinder 3.5 but this is our first my first campaign with D fifth edition which this is what it is it's fifth edition and yeah i'll pass it on to the next boy to introduce himself hey everyone my name's alec i am playing theron not jaeger the edgelord half-elf ranger I have not had a whole lot of experience with Dungeons & Dragons. This will also be my first time with 5th edition. I've done a couple of one-shots in the past, and I am sort of DMing a campaign for a bunch of newbies, and this is going to be a really fun experience, and I look forward to all the future episodes. Next guy, please. Hi, my name is Sterling, and I've been mostly playing Pathfinder for about 6 to 8 years. I've been DMing for about 4 of that. And uh, I've had some 5th edition experience, um, really like the system, um, so I'm really excited to do this. Um, my character is uh, Kalanon, who is a um, very high pep, uh, a light domain cleric, so he's going to make a lot of um, bright jokes. So I'm really excited to play this. I'm looking forward to the jokes. Hey, my name is Ben. I'm the DM for this campaign. Um, I have... A pretty good knowledge of 5th edition. I've played RPGs since college, uh, about for eight years. Uh, systems like GURPS, 5th edition, uh, End of the World RPG, Genesis, Edge of the Empire, you name it. Um, currently, I teach 8th grade history down in the Quad Cities, and I'm the sponsor of the LEGO League team. Shout out to the Lancers, Woo! and the sponsor for the D&D Club. I introduced you to GURPS, didn't I? You did. And thank goodness for it. GURPS is awesome. I'm a sweet boy. All right, and last but not least. Uh, my name is Joseph, and I uh, play as Magna. He's a human paladin, and I have literally no experience in art, uh, role-playing games. So we got fresh meat, boys. Joseph. This, is, this Joseph. is all new to me. Fucking Joseph. Yeah, I'm Joseph. Sorry. All right, so uh, how's the campaign lead out here, Ben? What are we, what are we doing? All right, so the year is 1892 PB, stands for post-breaking. You're in the capital city of Indiglis on the Founders Day of the Founders Festival. It's 250th year anniversary, so they are celebrating spectacularly. You see games, food, pickpockets, minstrels, magicians, street performers, fire eaters, partiers, drunkards, and, you know, uh, celebrations galore. Is it a nice day out? 
It is sunny, blue skies, beautiful. Okay. So we'll start with Kalanon. Kalanon, you are currently in a dueling contest for the prize of 25 gold pieces. Your final opponent, stepping into the ring, is a human named Edwin Smite. He's clad in full plate armor. He stands about six foot five. He has two piercing blue eyes that look out from his helm as he raises his mace to challenge you. Is his armor, is his armor shiny? Gleams in the light. Oh yeah. Well met, brother. I see your armor is nice and shiny, not nice and shiny, bright. So the sun is reflecting off it. That's glorious. That's what will be more glorious is your defeat. Have at you. Well met, challenger. Shall I roll? Yes, roll initiative. Fourteen. Fourteen? Excellent. So you'll be going first. The ring is about ten feet wide. It's a very small ring, very intimate. Uh, I'm dueling and I have... Do I have my melee weapon or do I have a specific weapon? Melee weapon. Yeah. Melee weapon? Alright, it's my spear. Alright, I'm going to um, make an attack towards him. Excellent. Fourteen. Fourteen is a miss. We'll say he uh, just glances right off of his arm and he cackles wildly. He's going to swing his mace right at your head with a twelve. Misses. All right, We're so off to an exciting start of the podcast. Two misses in a row. <laughs> I, I think your armor's getting in the way of your swings there, sir. His eye. Your head will get in the way of my mace. Oh, shit. All right, I'm going to roll again. Fourteen. Fourteen. It's not a hit. Um, Sterling really likes that fourteen. It's uh, been elevens. All right, he's going to try and take another backhand swing at you with a nineteen. Uh, that's going to hit. All right, so he is going to hit for six damage. Wham! Oof. Ah! That's a strong hit, sir. See, so at this point, you notice after he exerted on that hit... Um, he kind of seems a little bit off balance. Make your next next attack roll with advantage. All right. He's kind of overextended himself. All right. That is a nine and slightly better with a 12. Oof. The <laughs> dice are failing me. Are you going to kill a character in the first five minutes of the podcast, Ben? I'm not trying to. <laughs> I, think, I think it's more like Sterling's rolls are killing himself. I, I haven't rolled above an 11. All right. All right, so at this point, the crowd starts cheering. Um, you see a couple of people making notion with their neck. Um, kind of the swinging their thumb across. <laughs> kill him! Kill him! As Edwin um, just kind of like starts to fluff up the crowd a little bit. Yeah! Yeah, chop his head off! And you see he has stopped paying attention to you. Oh, so I can... Wait, is he is he hot-dogging and showboating? He is. Is this guy Hulk Hogan? I mean... He has the mustache. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Normally, if he's not paying attention, uh, I would go for like a sneak attack or something like that. But like Kalanon's just not not that kind of character. So, um, try and ready myself, brush myself off, um, prepare myself for the next next volley. Absolutely. Yeah. As soon as the crowd is hooting and hollering, he uh, comes over, bangs his mace kind of challengingly on his breastplate, and readies himself. You're one of the best opponents I've ever fought in about a hundred years. Is one of the best. Ah! You're not the best yet. Go ahead and roll your attack. 
Uh, that is a 15. Slightly higher. Ooh, 15. That will hit. Yes! There we go. Roll damage. All right. Roll four damage. Get it, guys. Podcast. <laughs> <name>. <laughs> <laughs> we know his four. AC now. Four damage. All right. So you're able to crack him, and uh, you see his eyes, his blue eyes glow white. He says, ah! See, I have some attacks left in me. It's not for long, puny. He's going to try and swing his mace down and crush you from the top with a 13. Meats. All right. For two damage. <laughs> I am still up. <laughs> You're going to fucking kill him, Ben. <laughs> so what's, what's the crowd reaction at this point? Uh, Are they just like feeling bad for this guy getting beat up? Uh, I'd say it's about 70-30. 70 is out for blood. 30's like, aww, <laughs> you look at him. He's <laughs> trying so hard. Look at this, like, uh, punk elf just, like, trying to hold his weight against... Wait, he's a human, right? Yeah. Alright, so this old, gruff human? Yeah. yeah I mean... Pocket sand time. <laughs> it's a good Almost. thing clerics will support class. Yeah. <laughs> Can I use healing word on myself? Yes. <laughs> um... Well, this is a tournament, so I think I'm just going to kind of go over it. Um, and I'll, I'll... So that round is completed, correct? Yes. All right. Yep, back to you. All right. All right, so I'm going to, after landing that hit, um, not try and, like, work up the crowd, but just kind of, like, focus in on him, like, stare deeply into those piercing blue eyes. <laughs> yeah, like that. And, uh, all right, well... We better end this. And if I win, I'll, I'll take you out to ice cream. Well, uh, if I injure you too much, I can always heal your wounds. There we go. Hey, go ahead, real quick, before you roll, roll perception. Uh, well, that is going to be a 15. 15. You see that the spot where you stabbed him earlier with your spear uh, seems like there's a niche, like a knock in his armor, like oh. a, a, a weak link, so to speak. All right, so uh, very polished armor, but very cheap. Got it. All right, so uh, is that an advantage roll I'm hearing? Yes. All right. Uh, that is a 19. 19 hits. Roll damage. Ooh, there All we go. right. That's four. Four. All right, so you uh, stab him in the same spot. And this time, a, an entire piece of his armor breaks off, and he just looks down. You can see, like, some blood flowing out of the wound. You've nicked the soft underbelly. And he says, ah, I knew I should have bought my armor locally. <laughs> What's he wearing underneath the armor? Is he wearing, like, a girdle, like Elmer Fudd? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm thinking more like like a Zat Brannigan girdle. Oh, I love Ooh. it. <laughs> uh, I think your armor's falling apart, sir. You might as, you might as well forfeit. I don't want to beat up an old man. I'll forfeit only if I, well, do a persuasion roll. All right. Natural 20. Oh, first one of the podcast. <laughs> what has become of my life? <laughs> I come to these tournaments every year, beating the tar out of pathetic young whippersnappers like you. What does it all mean? Well, I think you have some deep-seated issues, uh, probably with your children, um, but uh, <laughs> that is not my area of expertise. Um, is he wounded? He's severely wounded? Uh, he's pretty wounded. Yeah. All right. 
Um, has he officially forfeited? Not yet, but he's seriously, he's just kind of like trying to make, like, what is, what does this mean? What is my place in this messed up thing called life? <laughs> you just rocked his whole world view. <laughs> says, maybe I should connect with my children a little bit more. Yes, you should reach out to them and maybe uh, teach them swordplay, of which you're very adept at. Yes, but how do I begin? I'll, I'll... I can't just come back into their lives. Their mother would kill me. I would suggest a letter. Start with a letter. <laughs> or, and this is not uh, the preachings of my belief, you could always go behind her back. Well, surely I would want to do it honorably, young man. Of course. I'm assuming he's more lawful than uh, chaotic. Um, well, if you want to mend the bridge between yourself and your children, first start with your wife or your the mother of your children. Very well. I shall take this to heart, young one. And at that, he kneels and lays his mace on the ground and um, forfeits the competition. Hey! Boo! I have greater priorities in life than beating the senseless tar out of such young, pathetic little monsters like you. Yes, like me. But your advice is sound. My thanks, friend. Are you older than him, Sterling? Like, you're an elf, right? I, I'm an elf, yeah. So, so like, like, I'm clocking in at 120. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, twice his age. Really good at those psychic attacks. Yeah. Yeah, that he takes his helmet off, and you can see he's got several large scars on his face, and uh, his blue eyes are welling with tears at the thought of reconnecting with his lost family. Um, all right, uh, can I... Is it too much to, like, embrace him? Is the, is the crowd feeling this, or is, like, a... Go for it. All right. Um, roll for hug. Roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and roll for hug. That is, uh, I'm assuming I'm using my strength because it's a melee attack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and check uh, him out. <laughs> that, that's a 12. 12? Yeah. He embraces you wholeheartedly. He's still, like, knees on the ground. You feel the hot tears run down his armor and onto your shoulder. Well met, new friend. And the crowd goes from bloodlust to... Aww. Get a room! <laughs> Alright, uh, I'm going to help him off the field because uh, he probably needs some help, like, medically. Did we ever catch this guy's name? Edwin. Edwin. Yep, okay. Edwin Smite. Yeah, as soon as you guys leave the tournament, the referee looks at you and says, Wait, where are you going? I need to announce that you're the winner. Oh, I've got to help this poor man. He's been, He's got two spear shots to his uh, stump abdominal area. Do they wait? Do they have like knowledge of muscle? That's besides the point. Um, he's he's clearly bleeding. You must tell me your name at least. Kalanon, Kalanon Brightcloak. Kalanon, we will announce you at the award ceremony at high noon. Congratulations, young man. That's the brightest part of the day. That's my favorite time. Yeah. So you guys walk out. Uh, walk out of the ring together. Feel a little Eskinor vibe there. Next, we have Big Boots. So, Big Boots, you are taking place in a wrestling contest. Oh. <laughs> Am I wearing elbow pads? Yes. All right. <laughs> and knee pads. Ooh. Custom made. And I'm assuming, of course, as you know, Big Boots, he's two foot ten, and he has all the style in the world. He is wearing the brightest tassels you've ever seen. Hell yeah! All right. But yeah, you have not lost a match so far. Sounds about right. You're about five matches in. Uh, you have one more before uh, before the, you know, awards ceremony and stuff. This is to decide the, the winner. Okay. 
Uh, so your opponent is a uh, a large half orc. Oh. And he's just got like scars all over his face. He's built like the rock. He's got two big under teeth jutting up out of his bottom lip, and uh, half of his nose has been cut off. And he looks at you with his big red eyes, and he just goes. Mah! So this is a wrestling match, so I don't have my weapons. Right. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. Do I have to wait for a bell to start, or? Uh. Yes. They have a. Uh, the referee has like a handheld bell that he'll hit with a uh, a metal rod. Ding ding ding. Okay. Started. Yes. All right. I'm gonna roll for intimidation. Excellent. Uh, I'm just gonna like look him in the eyes and say, "You already lost, dude. Just leave." Uh. That is a total of eleven. What do you mean I've already lost? All right. Explain yourself, little man. Well, well, look at you. Okay. And look at me. All right. Come on. <laughs> he, you've, you've caused a little bit of doubt in this half-work's mind. <laughs> what have you got up your sleeve? Well, these tassels are pretty dope, dude. I don't know if you see them, but, like, come on. Are you telling me the tassels are the source of your strength? Well, you can find out, or you can just leave now. Because, like, two things are going to happen. Either I can rip your head off, and I don't want to do that. I've already, I've killed so many people today, and it's just, I don't want blood on the tassels, because it's just impossible to get out, dude. You know, or you can just forfeit now, and we'll call it good, and hey, you know what? I'll buy you a nail. Roll deception. Let's be deception or persuasion. Uh, are you really going to buy him the ale? Fuck yeah, I'll buy him the ale. All right, persuasion. <laughs> Ooh, 16 total. 16? He says, well, I am pretty thirsty. Yeah, all right, what? so yeah, just just quit now and I'll, I'll buy you an ale. What quality ale are we talking? Not some piss water taken from the banks of the Swamp River. Um, Would I have knowledge of like a really good bar in, in town? I've only been here probably a couple of days. Roll history. Okay. Four? Four. Uh, there's one over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, right. I'm just going to like make up a really cool sounding name for a bar and hope he falls for it. So, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll take you to like the, the Golden Stag. It's really dope, dude. They have the best ale. They have mead, too. Hey, you know, if you want a turkey leg, Big Boots will hook you up. Just... Just walk out, bro. Is the the golden stag? Yeah, dude. I thought that wasn't going to be open for another fortnight. I, I know the owner. No. Yeah. He's my cousin. Well, when you put it that way. And he, um, so he reaches his giant meaty hand out to uh, kind of like try and shake your hands for a truce. Sure. Um, I, I say, I, you're, you're like. This isn't, like, just tell me you, you forfeit. Like, then I'll shake your hand. Like, hmm. He looks at you, looks back at the ref. The ref just shrugs, and he's like, it's your match, man. <laughs> I was like, hmm. I'll beat halflings next year. I forfeit. Hell yeah, I shake his hand. <sighs> the crowd goes wild. Winning without a throwing a single punch. That's how you do it, boys. And I am just showboating the fuck out of this. Like, I am like, I'm like, flexing everywhere just constantly and then i'm gonna like, go up to him i'm gonna like raise his hand even though i'm like 
literally up to his kneecap and we like try to raise his hand be like yeah he's cool too excellent um as you go to raise his hand you see a note fall out of his pocket okay um is there a way to discreetly pick it up um well the crowd's pretty distracted and the the ref is just kind of like shaking his head like oh those scamps um it i'd say slight of hand slight of hand to pick it up discreetly Seven, you pick it up, and uh, a couple of the kids notice. They're about your your height level, but when you open it, it is a schedule of all of his matches, and there is like a check mark for all the ones that he's gonna win, and an X mark for all the ones that he's going to throw. Oh, and this is one of the ones that he's choosing to throw. I'm all right with that. <laughs> it's the championship. I won. I don't care. <laughs> But yeah, so I got that W. He um, goes and picks you up and puts you on his shoulders, like your little dangly legs hanging over his uh, over his collarbone. Okay, and says, "Lead the way to the Golden Stag Inn, my boy." All right. Well, I, I say, all right. Well, you know, I gotta like get my ceremony. I'll hit you up at the ceremony, bro. Like just just like wait wait down the street, and I'll I'll hit you up, bro. I just I gotta do. It's like a whole hour and a half long ceremony, bro. You know you know how it is. Very well. All right, and then like I just kind of like gently like brush his hair, like you got it, and like I like lick my thumb and just kind of like clean his eyebrows. Be like, you're a pretty boy, aren't you? I try, I try. <laughs> yes. All right. Nobody notices. <laughs> <laughs> you put in so much work. All right, can you can you put me down now, please, sir? What? Oh, yes, of course, of course. And he picks you up just like you're a sack of flour and rests you gently on the ground. All right. And he says, "Free ale." Yeah! Yeah! And he strides confidently out of the ring. Um, <laughs> at this point, the referee who was betting... Um, do Actually, do an investigation roll, or an insight roll. We'll say in, insight on the referee. Okay. Uh, that is a 12 total? You get the feeling he's probably in on it, because he's got this big uh, pouch of gold coins that he just kind of... You look away and look back, and now he's, like, sorting through the gold coins, making sure he's got all of it. This is the ref doing it? Yeah. Okay. And he says, oh, yes, excellent. Our winner. What was your name again, son? Oh, they call me Big Boots. Big Boots, yeah! All right. And the crowd is just kind of like, ah, yeah, we wanted blood. I pumped him up. I was flexing on him. They liked it. Yeah, you know. (laughs) All right. Excellent. Uh, next up, we have Theron. You are just a couple of blocks away in a dagger-throwing contest. Ooh, fancy. So your opponent is an elf named Festrin. He is, uh, kind of tall and skinny. He's got a whole, like, bandolier full of small daggers. Um, do a history roll. One. One? Never heard of him before. He might as well have come from space. Add my modifier and it's two. Oh, a nat one's always. Well, a now nat we're one, talking. <laughs> Only in battle. <laughs> but yeah, so Festrin comes up. Um, there's kind of like a your classic archery target about thirty feet away, and basically you take turns throwing daggers. You get five chances, and after five, you tally up the score, and um, that'll decide the winner. Okay. All right. So, okay, Fester, who's going first? You or I? He smiles and takes a dagger out of his bandolier. Age before beauty, boy. And he flings it. He actually misses the target on that one. 
you get the feeling he wasn't totally paying attention. Kind of just going for like the not looking at the target. Whew. Yeah, I know I'm handsome. 20. 20. Yeah, so you hit the dead center of the target, Robin Hood style, uh, which is worth 10 points. Suck that. As this Festrin is visibly irritated, and uh, this time he's really going to aim his shot. And he strikes the outer ring of the target. Sucks to suck. He's like, the wind is off. The wind took it. Where, where, where? Wind, wind, wind. 16. 16, okay. So you strike the third ring in uh, in the target. That is worth six points. Festering is going to go. At this point, he is going to strike the, um, the ring right outside the direct bullseye. So that is nine points for Festering. Lucky strike. Throw. <laughs> Go ahead and roll it. This would be number three. 23. Good deal. 23. Another bullseye. <laughs> you are your character now. <laughs> As Festrin goes to throw his dagger, visibly irritated, you see a dove fly, in, uh, fly to the target and land on one of the daggers. Wait, uh, you just fucking hit a dove? No, it's it's I landing on it's so the landing dagger is sticking it. out of the target. The dove lands on it as Festrin is oh, going to throw I his dagger. He, like Randy Johnson threw the dagger, then hit a dove while it was flying. I'm confused if I want him to hit the dove, if the dove's trying to cheat, or if I want to hit the dove. <laughs> <laughs> Say, so how do you respond? Do you do you stop him? Do you let him throw? I'm gonna go ahead and stop him because I am a ranger and I care for animal life that isn't currently being hunted. Excellent. So um, as he goes to throw back, you know, bring his hand back and ready his throw. Um, I'm going to reach out and grab his hand. Stop right there. Excellent. As he looks at you and he is thoroughly pissed. He's like, what are you doing? Interfering with my technique. I can't let you kill the harmless animal. Says, you're a harmless animal, you little monster. And with his other hand, he takes another dagger out and goes to strike you. I'm going to evade it. So... My rolling for athletics? Well, or... this would be... He's making an attack roll oh, against you. Oh, fair so enough. Be, so, initiative. Uh, 21 versus your AC. 16. 16. So, he's going to strike you with his dagger, and then it would be normal initiative from there. So, the okay. dagger is going to do four points of damage. Okay. Well, I'm still up. <laughs> and then your initiative was... Seven. Seven. Alright, his is a 15, so he is going to try and get another swipe at you with his dagger. With a 22 to hit. He hits. For 5 damage. I'm knocked out. Oh my god. Alright, so at this point, um, two guards dressed in like golden, you know, the, the city protectors, the golden protectorate, uh, they come up and they wrestle the daggers out of uh, out of uh, Festerin's hands, and since he has now struck another opponent, he is disqualified. Hey, you won! It's okay, I was beating him anyways. He's, he cheated. Yeah, so what, you know, they, they strong arm and they take him away as he is just like frothing at the mouth, pissed off. And um, the dove, as you're unconscious, flies over and lands on you, restores you with one one hit point. Thank you, creature. And it looks at you and goes... <laughs> 
All right, the I guess sounds like a turkey. I guess. I guess. <laughs> he's, he's bilingual. Oh, okay. I, I guess I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna get up and gracefully accept my victory. Excellent. <laughs> that right. that victory was almost as good as mine. <laughs> All right. So then we have Magna. So Magna, you are taking place in the town square in the stone throwing competition. It's exactly what it sounds like. They have a jar, a large stone. You pick it up. You throw it as far as you can. Whoever throws it furthest wins. Oh. All right, then. Um, I guess I will throw. All right, then. that'll be an athletics roll. Which one would that be? D20? Yep, D20 plus your athletics skill. That's four. Seven plus four, 11. 11. Yeah, so you have it about 11 feet away. And the crowd, they're, they're pretty indifferent. You know, they've seen better. Your opponent, uh, Gerald is a large... You, you feel like he has some ogre blood in him because he is just gigantic. And he picks up his stone and kind of heps it into the air and looks at you and you see a big smile come across his face as he's just, ha ha ha, beauty. And he rolls an 18. So he just like shot puts it 18 feet. And at this, the crowd goes nuts. Um, do a perception roll real quick. D20 as well? Yep, D20 plus your perception skill. Pretty much everything you're going to roll is a D20. Okay, so there it is. Oh. Uh, 10 minus 1 is 9. Alright, so you see, as he goes to shot put this rock, but yeah, shot puts the rock, and you see his hands are, it's like he's wearing these odd-looking gloves. It's really, it's really kind of weird. You know, everyone else has done this, kind of just bare, bare knuckle, you know? Uh, the fact that he would wear gloves strikes you as odd. He might be the only one in this competition that is wearing gloves. So, uh, you have baby hands or something? Or what, what, why do you have gloves on? Oh, that's his name now, baby hands. Is what? What are you talking about, baby hands, you little mongrel? And he comes over and kind of makes his way towards you and gets all up in your face. And he says, if anyone has baby hands, it's you. Says the guy wearing gloves. Oh, these gloves. Ah, these gloves, I tell you what. And he goes to take them off. And all of a sudden... It's like his whole, you know, he takes off the gloves and it's like his whole persona shrinks a little bit. Like he gets a little bit smaller, a little bit less strong, a little less beefy. Um, and he seems to shrink about four inches as well. And at this, the referee comes over and he says, what's going on here? He shrunk. And he looks over at uh, baby hands. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, tell me about this. What happened? He had gloves on, and he took his gloves off, and now he shrunk. Hmm. Hand me those gloves, you baby-handed monster. And he goes and snatches one of the gloves out of out of the out of his hands, and um, he is going to cast identify on the gloves. They are gloves of ogre strength. Do a history roll real quick. We'll see if you remember the rules and conditions of this contest. Uh, sixteen plus one, seventeen. Oh yeah. So in this con the stone throwing contest, it's all based on strength. There are no magic items allowed in this one. And so he has taken essentially performance enhancing drugs to win the contest, disqualifying him from the competition. Oh, he's Barry Bonds over here. <laughs> baby Bonds? Because he's baby hands. Baby Bonds. I baby like Bonds. <laughs> Man, at this the crowd starts cheering at him, you know, baby hands, baby hands. And he takes the other glove and throws it on the ground, visibly upset, and just kind of storms away angrily. The ref kind of looks at you and shrugs and takes your hand and raises it and says, We have a winner! By default. 
We what are a, we're a good group here. Only Sterling, the cleric, uh, actually win his are, match. Are we watching this match by any chance? Any of us? Um, they're all kind of happening simultaneously. Yeah, okay, yours happened a couple blocks away from mine. Yeah. Uh, what is your name, champion? Magna. Magna, everybody. <sighs> and the whole crowd kind of goes nuts, and it's it's great. They they like it. Yeah, you you know. Wait, showed, uh, showed up this cheater here. Wait, wait. They're cheering him, and all he did was call a guy baby hands. I made an orc quit <laughs> by sheer persuasion, and they, they're they just meh towards me, and I'm flexing, and I have tassels on. They cheered me, and I got knocked out. I don't think they appreciate your tassels. They will, though. Someday. No They'll... one appreciates a good tassel. <laughs> Hey everyone, Logan here. I uh, play the voice of Big Boots and I also edit the podcast. Uh, just sneaking in here during the editing process to tell you a few things because not really a good time while we're playing to uh, to tell you to follow us on Twitter and stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm coming in here now to, to let you know that uh, we do have social media accounts if you want to follow us. Uh, we're at Facebook at uh, Roll for Damage, uh, also on Twitter at Roll for Damage Pod. Uh, if you want to give us a follow there, that'd be great. Uh, you keep up to date with every episode. Uh, we release on the second and fourth Wednesday of every month. So be sure to follow along if you can. Also, if you dug the intro music, it was made by the band Throne of Iron, which they have an album coming out soon. So be sure to check them out. Uh, let them know you liked the uh, the intro music and that you heard it here on the podcast, Roll for Damage. Uh, but I'm going to quit talking here. I'm going to let you get back to the episode. All right, thanks. Hey there folks, this is Ben, the DM of this campaign. I'm an 8th grade history teacher, but by night I love to write about quote-unquote nerd culture. If you like what you hear tonight and enjoy reading stories about education, life, and RPG book reviews, check out my blog at beardythedungeonmaster.wordpress.com. Be sure to check out the next blog post where I share some dad jokes that are sure to slap and make your next social interaction a groaner. That's beardythedungeonmaster.wordpress.com. Hey everyone, I'm Logan. I'm Ellie. I'm Andrew. And this is a podcast called Sleep with the Light On. <laughs> Where two horror experts... Me! And me! ...teach a horror novice, that's me... All about the fun and dark side of the genre of horror. We have a couple of fun games here on the podcast, Andrew. We sure do, Logan. One is called Five Degrees of West Craven. It sure is called that. Where <laughs> we play like Five Degrees of Kevin Bacon, but with West Craven. Because my favorite director is Wes Craven. Oh, is that so? Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's give an example of one for the people. Here. Well, so the idea is I can connect any movie or TV show to Wes Craven in five degrees or less. Or, or five spots or less. Yeah. So I'm going to throw you a curveball here. Okay. Can you connect SpongeBob to Wes Craven? SpongeBob SquarePants? No. Yes, SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants. The other SpongeBob. Let me think. <laughs> Boom. 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 Let me hear it. Mr. Krabs is played by Clancy Brown. Sure. Clancy Brown, of course, <laughs> is in Pet Cemetery 2. Okay. Which was directed by Mary Lambert. Okay. Mary Lambert also directed Pet Cemetery. Okay. The first one. Okay. Which stars Miko Hughes. 
who was also in Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Oh, dang, girl. Obviously directed by Wes Craven. All right, I'll give you that. Also, if you were speaking of Pet Cemetery, we did an episode of Pet Cemetery. It was yeah, a really fun check episode. It check it out. Available yes. wherever you get podcasts. You guys are able to, to rest up. They have healers on site, so any damage that you took will be healed uh, up to full hit points. And the award ceremony takes place right in the town square. Um, I need everyone to roll a history check. Just to see, you know, if you guys have heard about how this whole thing is going to unfold. Uh, 18 plus 1, 19. 19 as well. 19, alright. 8 for big boots. Eight. That's a brisk 3. <laughs> alright, so we'll say um, Theron and Magna um, you get. We'll say you guys have been to this competition before. You know, you, as as a spectator, you've seen how this works. So basically, it's expected of the king to come out on his gold dragon Farbagalt to come out and award the the medals, you know, and the prize money and whatnot, which is twenty five gold pieces for first place. So we we all see each other for the first time here. Yep, yep. You guys are up on the stage awaiting your medals. All right. Um, I'm gonna Magna. What what what? You're a human. All right, I'm gonna go up to the human and just hold his hand. What the what? Are you are you, are you lost, little child? No, just hold my hand, dude. I'm gonna quickly bring my hand up <laughs> away. I'm already of... holding it. It's already held. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna slide Your my hands hand are out. So soft. Could you please let go? I'd appreciate that. I, I refuse to let go. <laughs> All right, can I force my hand? Can I force my hand out? We'll oh, say slide a hand. Rip. Okay. Slide a hand to try and slip it out from his grasp. That's a one. Oh, <laughs> that hand is mine. <laughs> and I just like, as I'm holding it, I just like double hand it and just like lovingly just hold it. It's like a grilled cheese sandwich with his hand as the cheese. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to yes. try to like, oh, sorry. I'm going to like put my foot on him and like try to. Pry my hand out of him, out of this grip. Just totally. love me. <laughs> All right. Um. What the hell are you two doing? That's a two. Oh my! Jesus <laughs> has a Terminator grip on my hand. It's all that wrestling. Yes. It's that very strong forearms. Right. And also, what was the king's name? Sorry to derail this. this uh, the king. Holding. So, uh, it is King Eladio. He's expected to come out on the gold dragon, Farbagalt, and award the winners that's kind of the yearly tradition that's like what an expectation of the king uh right. i i see theron there correct yes all right i'm gonna go uh up to theron and just like pull lightly just kind pull of like qu- question his parentage so uh was it your mom or was it your father excuse me uh, yes i see that you're uh you're half elf i'm i'm full elf not that we're all that different but i just was it your mom or was it your father that was an elf? It was my mother. Oh, she must be lovely. Was lovely. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. It's totally awkward. <laughs> Not as awkward as forcing someone to hold your hand. I'm just yeah, I'm answering <laughs> his questions while watching awkwardly at the human gnome hand holding. <laughs> totally. Yeah, there's probably about a hundred people in this crowd. You guys are up on like a wooden stand, probably about elevated three feet in the air. Uh, above ground level. So it's and like twice big boots? Yes. All right. Yes. <laughs> about two big boots. Well, from now on, we measure everything in big boots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
how tall is the tower? Oh, that'd be about 50 big boots. <laughs> I want I want to move 10 big boots across the floor. That horse is about 10 big boots tall. Yeah. <laughs> how many big boots per mile can we go? That's big boots flies. <laughs> so you guys eventually, uh, you know, the crowd dies down. High noon approaches. The bell tower strikes. And you guys hear the flapping of large wings as off in the distance, glimmering in the sunlight, you can see an ancient dragon kind of rise up from out of the palace and kind of circle around the parade grounds there like a hawk, like a falcon, a vulture, as he slowly makes his way down. I just hold the hand tighter as I'm a little scared. Excellent. Yeah, this thing is massive. I mean, the wingspan on this thing is at least a hundred big boots. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it looks like 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 you just see Magna just sitting there like swinging his hand up and down. And you just see big boots just just hanging on for dear life, keep <laughs> flung around. Meanwhile, I'm just staring at it in fascination because you know, gold dragon, shiny, right? Uh, high noon, brightest part of the day, and you know, like cleric, just like obsessed with the light, just going <gasps> pretty. Totally. I'm just kind of looking in indifference. Magna has bigger concerns right now. <laughs> small, uh, smaller concerns. concerns. Small, yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so I need everyone to do a perception roll as the dragon nears the ground. 17. Oh, 16. Okay. 18. 17. 9. I am clearly not looking at it. <laughs> it's just too pretty. You're just too blinded uh, yeah, by the light. So, yeah. Rubbed up like a deuce, another runner in the night. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so you can see that it is Fun not... fact, sorry to interrupt. I always thought the lyric of that song was revved up like a douche. Oh. That's not so... what it is? You're definitely I not the only one. I had to look it up a I'm couple pretty, weeks ago. I'm pretty what? sure that's what I was hearing, no too. <laughs> All right, yeah, sorry so... to derail. Oh, that's okay. So the dragon approaches. Uh, you can see that it is not the elderly king riding the dragon, but rather his daughter, Princess Eldora. She's dressed in a very fine golden cloak, uh, befitting of the Golden Empire. Uh, her hair is all done up, real fancy. She's got um, two diamond earrings that glitter in the sun. And she rides down to the parade ground and dismounts the dragon. At this point, the crowd gets kind of angry. They're expecting to see their king, and they're like, Who is this? Alright, can you redescribe that, but as what the cleric would see with a nine? <laughs> yes. You see a really shiny, pretty thing coming down from the sky. And off of it, a really pretty lady. No idea Shiny who she pretty is, lady. Though, but dang. It gets better every On a minute. scale of 1 to 10, she's a solid 8.2. One interjection. You said the crowd would say, who is that? Wouldn't they recognize the princess? They would not. Okay. Uh-uh. <laughs> but yeah, she, they, they immediately demand to know who she is, riding Farbagalt. And she introduces herself as Princess Eldora. Um, she uses thaumaturgy on her voice, saying, I, I know I don't get out into the city much. Um, by royal decree of my father, but he was not feeling well, and it it behooves me, it, the task falls to me to announce the winners of our tournament. She seems very awkward, uh, kind of like she doesn't get out much, kind of shy. This is probably her first time talking in public to a crowd this large, and the people are just not having it. They want the king. They need King Eladio. Uh, quick religion check, because she's using thermaturgy, yep. uh, correct? So that's a cleric spell. Yes. So, I'm going to see. All right, because I would recognize it, because I can cast that. So you went to school with her or not? Uh, that's a 10. Um, yeah. Uh, would, I mean, I, would, I, would I recognize any, like, divine focus that she might be using? Yes. Um, hanging around her neck, you see a gold necklace uh, with in the shape of the sun. 
you would know that to be the symbol of the, the god Thebris, god of light. That is my god. God twins. Twinning. All right. Yeah, she goes up to the podium, uh, still casting thaumaturgy on herself so that she can speak over the crowd, and saying, the winner of our dagger-throwing contest, Theron! The crowd, ha! <sighs> she puts a medal around your neck. I kind of smile wryly, a little, little bit of a half-smile, look a little embarrassed. Totally. Thank uh, you. She says, the winner of the wrestling contest, if records are to be believed without throwing a single punch. Big boots! And I'm just flexing like a motherfucker. And, like, well, with one hand, because I'm still holding on to Magna's hand. <laughs> but just flexing and just showboating. I'm doing the Hulk Hogan, like, where you, like, cup your ear to make sure you can hear the crowd. And just flexing. Totally. They've had time to, to think it over, and they're digging it. Yeah, they dig me? Oh, yeah. All right. The winner of our stone-throwing contest, once again, by exposing a cheat. Magna! And she puts the medal around your neck. Magnus still trying to get his hand out of Big Boots' grip. <laughs> and the only proper winner of the dueling contest, <laughs> Kalanon. I mean, he still persuaded him to quit. <laughs> uh, true, I did get some licks in. I think I could argue that I'm the only proper winner because I actually was winning the dagger throwing until the other guy death. knocked yeah, yeah, me yeah. out. <laughs> it wasn't a duel. It was target practice. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm going to be like super awkward with her because I'm like totally excited that uh, one, uh, she's a cleric like me. And two, it's like we're the same God um, and pretty lady. So um, I thought the sun was the brightest part of my li life, but. Oh, I think it's you. Oh, that's smooth like butter. Ooh. Roll, um... Damn. <laughs> Performance? Persuasion? What are, you, what are you going for here? Uh, well, let's, uh... We can go either way, honestly, but, um... Let's Which go one's with higher? No, let's go Persuasion. Um, so that is... Uh, Unnatural 20. She looks at you and see you see her cheeks immediately go red. As her, um, she has like kind of yellowish amber colored eyes and they meet yours. And she just gives you a little smile as she, you know, finishes putting the medal around your neck, uh, kind of sheepishly. Um, from behind her, you see a large ball of fire moving from the crowd or what rather from some area out in the city towards the stands. Towards the stands? Where you all are. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, what what direction is it coming from? Like, is it outside, like the town, then, or yeah. okay, coming it's outside from the town. Co yeah. Coming from the town. Oh no! Um. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> so you guys would all see oh, it as shit. well as it approaches. This uh, basically like a fireball being hurled at the contest stage. I I grab Magna even tighter and throw him to the ground and protect him. Excellent. Go ahead and do an athletics roll. Oh, God. Not my strong suit. When we were all sitting there going, oh, no, oh, no. That I is just... a 16. Yeah. Yes, you're able to throw him on the ground and just barely, I mean, it burns some of the hair on your back. I caress his head and say, it's okay, sweet child. It's okay, sweet child. I got you. So you have this, like, little baby man <laughs> just kind of straddling on top of you. This is not what I expected when I woke up this morning. <laughs> this is your new life. 
I what a budding it. romance. Uh, Theron, how do you react? Oh shit. <laughs> um. So it's it's okay. So I think I would you probably have like five seconds. Five seconds. All right. Well, I'm going to try explodes. and like um protect the princess. Obviously. All right. Roll an athletics roll to dive out of the way, saving the princess. I am not athletic, but my roll helped me. Uh, that's a seventeen. All right. So you're able to, um, using athletics, kind of shove the princess out of the way to safety and then dive on top of her to take some of the, the heat damage from this bad boy. What, what's the exact layout of like the stands that we're on? Are we up super duper high? You're up about uh, two big boots. Two so big boots. So about feet? Five, four feet? Okay. Yeah, it's a, a wide... Six feet. I'm, I am <laughs> 210, damn it. <laughs> well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and try and like, you know, dive off the stage, like jump off the stage and get out of the way of the big fireball. I right. kind of into the crowd. Athletics. Okay. 16. 16. All right, so you're able to jump into the crowd. Uh, the people are all looking at the stage, so no one really notices the fireball until it's too late. Uh, when you jump into the crowd, people think that you're trying to crowd surf, and they just start to carry you away in mass. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> as the stands just burst into flames, into a million pieces, flaming splinters, you know, hunks of metal are all just thrown into the air, scattered around the city. Uh, the... You all narrowly avoid a certain death. Well, the ceremony's certainly lit now. <laughs> ah. So at this point, the crowd would start to disperse. They'd scatter, being thoroughly freaked out. Uh, the golden guards that uh, watch over the city, um, they're going to swarm to the place and take you all into custody uh, for questioning. What? Seeing as you're at the scene of the crime, like, like, just like, come, come, come with us. We have some questions, or like, we're arresting you. You're suspicious. Well, you are suspicious, but you're not under arrest yet. They're leading you to the big house, the uh, guards' quarters, so that they can hopefully find out who cast this fireball. If it was one of you, or if it was done with malicious intent towards you. Do they not know how magic works? <laughs> <laughs> All I right. mean, they have Intelligence 9. Someone oh, casted right. Fireball right. and brought it towards themselves. I, I cooperate, and I, I force Magna with me while holding the hand still. All right. I actually right. ask a guard, hey, do you have, like, any handcuffs? The guard just kind of <laughs> looks at you from under his golden armor and is like, yes. All right, I need Why? A, I need a pair. Why? Because we're frenzies, dude. Not that. No, 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 no handcuffs. Handcuffs are not necessary. We're coming along with you. Alright, I just cooperate. I'm not going to push the handcuffs. Okay. Yeah, he's, if you really need, some can be provided at the request of Constable Wickland. So, after the explosion, um, I would obviously try and help the princess up. Is she okay at all? Or Some of her hair is a little bit burnt, but she looks a little bit frazzled as she's looking like, what the heck was that? Where did it come from? It came from the town. Ooh, this does not bode well. And she kind of pulls away from you. Gets back up on Farbagalt and uh, goes to fly away and she looks back at you and kind of like in an earnest smile says, thank you, Kalinor. Kalinon. It's, it's all right. Uh, take care, my princess. She nods and the dragon takes off back towards the palace. So you guys make it to the, essentially the guard stop, the police station uh, Constable Wickland is the guy in charge of the city guard, and you guys are pulled into his office. He's got kind of a large meeting table, and he offers you guys a seat and a cup of ale. 
Can I get some water? I don't are we really all like in the same room or are we separated? Separated. I'm not old enough to drink. Thank you, though. At this point, all in the same room. Yep. Neither am I. As I down the ale. <laughs> this page goes to fetch you a pitcher of water. All right. Yeah. Um. Do I? I have like a water skin on me, so I'm just gonna like. I'm assuming it's empty because of hard wrestling. I'm gonna fill the water skin with ale. <laughs> okay. With the ale. Totally. Yeah, they got plenty. Um, Constable Wickland comes in. He's got this kind of short gray stubble. Um, he's protected the city for decades. This has been his top priority is the safety of his people. He's worked with King Eladio frequently in the past. And uh, he kind of enters the room very serious, very stoic, takes a seat at the head of the table and, Welcome. Are the refreshments to your liking? Yeah, it's not bad, dude. They're fine. Why are we here? It's wonderful. Well, um, first, I would like to express—I would like to express the heartfelt thanks of the royal family for protecting Princess Eldora in that what we can only assume to be at this point a terrorist attack. You know, I saw danger, and I, I had to save her. I just—I. I threw caution Shut up, wind, Nolan. And you I didn't jumped, save her. Bright boy over I here did. I jumped on her to save her. Well, you're not under arrest, but we would like to... Be rewarded? ...offer you a proposition. The city guard is stretched thin. Recently there have been troubling bits of news coming out of the undercity. Uh, rumors of a group called the Dark Hand that seem to be... Uh, well, spreading death, misery... General vagabondry throughout the city. So, so we save the princess, and then we have to work for you to stop more baddies. As you will be amply rewarded, well, my young friend. They're clearly understaffed. I mean, what else are we going to do? The contest is over with. Rewarded afterwards? How about you front us a little something in good faith? Do a persuasion roll. Fifteen. Fifteen? He uh, looks at a couple of papers and says, yes, that can be arranged. Good. We will, uh, your, your prize money is 25 gold pieces for the contest. Am I correct? I was promised 50, but I, we'll, I mean, we can take that up with HR. <laughs> he just, he doesn't find it funny at all. He's like, very well. We will give you another 25 upon successful completion. Try and find who is responsible for casting this fireball. So I get 75, dope. <laughs> and uh yeah so he um do you guys take the offer take the deal oh absolutely yeah for sure you know what add a one and two zeros behind it you got yourself a deal <laughs> it was very well 25.001 so like a copper piece <laughs> <laughs> perfect <laughs> yes <laughs> so are we getting the 25 gold pieces now then uh they'll do 10 now 15 later <laughs> plus our prize <laughs> uh, plus the prize money, which was 25. Where do I put that? So 35 now. There's yeah. a spot for gold on your sheet. Um, I don't know. I feel like Big Boots has to be persuaded a little more. Like, just, I don't know. Like, I feel like Big Boots wouldn't wouldn't do it. Uh, he Not says, to be a dick. I just, I don't know. Maybe you got to threaten him a little bit. I just, he's chaotic neutral. And he's very selfish. Okay. Um, He says, uh, well, this would surely put you in the good graces of the royal family. Finding out why someone was targeting their daughter. What? What? What's your name? Thack? Uh, Will Wilkerbin? Wickland, Constable w Wickland. Cons Constable Wickland. Um. All right. I'll tell you what. Why don't you? If I do this, 
I already saved the, the princess once. If I do this and knock out your crime gang, why don't you knight me? He just kind of looks around the table like, is this guy for real? Is I, I lack the power, but I can surely... Why don't you make me like honor guard? Ask the queen, the, the, the king, the princess. I you 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 could deputize him. Deputy I... Big Boots does have a nice ring to it. Would that suffice? Plus plus my gold reward. We have a deal. All he right. Stricks out his hand. I while still holding Magna's hand, I bump him with my other hand. All right. I fist bump. Good deal. So ten gold now, fifteen later, and deputizing for Big Boots. Sounds good. Fuck yeah. So at this point, he's going to hand you a couple of scrolls. Um, they've been keeping notes, trying to do some interviews with some of the citizens that were there at the attack. Um, and they have three that they have narrowed down. Um, there's Robert Gloff, Indril Silversmith, and Abigail Prescott. Just on names alone, I'm going to guess it's Indril. What was the third, second one? Indril. Yeah, that sounds like an evil guy. Is Indril a dwarf, by chance? Is Indeed. Indeed, yes, she uh, came for the tournaments as a spectator. I'm to, I'm to believe. What, what else? What, what other info she got? Like race, uh, class? What do, you, uh, do we? Do we? Do people know people's classes in D and don't even know that or not. Yeah, are they called <laughs> classes? I, what? I class think they would like, uh, treat them more of like a profession. Like a fighter would be a soldier, or okay. just like a fighter, but right. so mage. Our, yeah, so yeah, bard would be like a performer. Yeah. Hmm. All right, so like, yeah, do you do you know what their job are, what their race is, what they look like, last location? As well, we have them in holding downtown. Uh, once again, not under arrest, but just for questioning. You'd be able to catch them there if you hurry. All right, we'd better get a move on then. I uh, I I force myself onto Magnus' back as a piggyback ride, while still holding his hand. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, Magnus kind of content. He just rolls his eyes. Oh, you're content. All right. <laughs> He's just taking it now, huh? He, he realizes that it's a waste of time and just goes with the flow. All right, so at this point, while we're walking down, I'm just going to like introduce myself to the guys, because at this point, we don't really know who each other are. <laughs> right. Like, so, uh, hey, Piggy Boy, um, I'm Big Boots. I'm your new best friend. What's your name? What do I call you, besides boy? Name is Magna. Okay, Magnus. M- mag- magma? He said Magnet. Magnet. How Magna. Do How mag- do they work? Magna. Magna. Okay. Um, little God Boy, what's your name? Kalanon. I'm not going to remember that. Uh, Cal? Cal. All right. Cali. All right. Uh, half Boy, what are you? I'm not Half Boy. My name is Theron. You're All Boy. <laughs> I am All Boy. Theron? All right. Cool. What's your deal? I do not have a deal. Okay, and I'm just like, all right, you're awkward, dude. I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> going down, down, uh, you do pass the site of the fireball. You can see how people are trying to kind of clean it up a little bit. It's kind of caused widespread panic, so the city guard are out keeping an eye on the place, making sure there's not any follow-up attacks, any um, copycats, so to speak. Um, just kind of trying to keep the peace. And you see what looks like every guard in the city is on duty right now. Oh, yeah, they did mention that they were stretched thin, so yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, you guys make it to the downtown office, and there are three separate boardrooms. Um, one of the the golden guards uh, comes up to you and says, Halt! Travelers! What up? It's me, Deputy Big Boots. I'm here to in- uh, invest, interrogate the uh, possible suspects. That's soon to be, Deputy. Semantics, bro. 
Big boots, you say? I might to assume these are your... These are my merry men. Servants? Yeah, yeah servants works well, too. Yeah. We Don't not make Mary. his head any bigger than it already we is. We are not merry, nor are we your servants. I only serve my god. That's me now, boy. <laughs> we we only met is... today. We're just we're just associates. As well, we've we've been able to keep our three uh I don't know what you call them. Not necessarily suspects, but information cows. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna Pe- milk that so hard. <laughs> Individuals of interest. Alright, so uh boys like we wanna break up or we wanna hit them hard one at a time? Well, there's four of us and three of them, so the numbers no, don't quite work out. Well, <laughs> well, well, Big Boots is kind of attached over here to Mac. Yeah, now, I, I imagine I'm, they come together. I'm being ferried along, so we will not be separated. I'll take Robert. Give me Abby. Magna, we're going to take care of Abby. And I'll take Andrew Silversmith. I don't Silversmith, really think then. I have a choice. Excellent. All right, so we'll do Robert first. So you go into the room, sitting at a table uh, across from, you know, on the other side of the room, you see a older human uh kind of sandy brown hair uh, a little bit of a beard kind of rough tunic on um looks like he has a bandage on his arm like he might have been probably close to the explosion where it happened uh he looks up at you and says are you my lawyer i am not your lawyer i am here to question you well get on with it then what were you doing in the city today old man as well, I always come out for the Founders Day tournaments. They're exciting to see. You see that little man flexing on everybody? <laughs> I swear, I never seen anything like it. I thought y'all was a baby when I first saw him, but shoot. Yes, I saw the baby flexing. <laughs> Do you know any magic, perchance? As well, he takes a moment to think. He scratches it, like the bald spot in the back of his head. He says, I've been told that my, uh, Cooking skills is pretty decent. I want to roll insight to see if I can tell if he's lying or not. Sure. I got a 10. He's probably got pretty good cooking. <laughs> this guy seems to be pretty innocent. His quiche I, is off the I mutter under, <laughs> under my breath and just kind of leave the room. All right. Yeah, he just like throws his hands up and he's like, can I leave now? I look over at the guard. You can probably let him go. The guard shrugs. He's like, that's kind of what I was thinking as well. He's just worthless. Most people are. <laughs> All right, then we'll go to Indril. So you see a, a younger dwarven female. Um, she's very blonde, you know, like like a bright blonde, probably about three feet tall, kind of sitting there. She's leaning back in her chair, and her feet are up on the table as she's just kind of whiling the hours away whistling, whistling. Hello, little lass. My, your hair shines like the sun, sh- like the sun. She just kind of looks at you. She's like, what do you want, a date? Oh. Is that what I'm here for? Well, no, you're not being held for a, a, a date or anything like that. No. Um, Where were you when the fireball hit? Well, who's asking there, shiny? Not shiny. Pale than anything, but... Because I was talking about your personality. Yeah, well, thank you. Um, So I'm going to actually roll for... Insight. Sure. Is she agitated just from her circumstances, or is she agitated because of, um, I guess, my presence? That is a 13. She comes off as very impatient. Impatient? Okay. Well, let's go ahead and just take care of things right now. We're trying to figure out who attacked 
the princess. Now, there's a fireball that was cast. What? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm trying to backtrack here. What did she... She When I asked her, like, what she was doing, she just like, why am I here, right? right? Yep. All right. If you want to get things done now, all you have to do is tell me the truth. Where were you at the time of the attack? She takes a moment to consider and says, well, I suppose this is in my best interest to cooperate. The sooner I do, the sooner I get out of here. Is that is that what I'm to understand? That is correct. It's very well. And uh, she begins to talk about how um, she was there early at the awards ceremony trying to get a good spot to stand uh, about 30 feet away from where the fireball made impact. And she saw, well, she thought she saw a shady looking character snooping around the awards stage, just kind of peeking around, almost like he was taking a mental note of things. Um, large black cloak. It's kind of odd in the hot day sun. Um, one thing that she did notice that was really odd is that at one point he stuck his hand out to touch the wood and feel almost like how dry it was. See how well it could, it would maybe combust. And his hand was covered in black scales. Interesting. Black cloak, black scales. Yeah, she looked away and looked. She watched him for a moment and then she looked away and looked back and he was gone. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense if she's a dwarf, like why she would want to get there early because, you know, you don't want any human or a half orc just like standing in front of you for the ceremony. So I think her story checks out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's looking for some prime seats. <laughs> front, right. front row to the Big Boot show. Exactly. Exactly. Big Bootylicious. Um, <laughs> all right. And that's all you saw? says, yes, that, that's all I can remember, at least. I was close enough to feel the heat from the fireball. Hopefully the princess is all right. Oh, she's fine. Indeed? Ind indeed. Oh, so nice that you're concerned for the uh, welfare of our princess. says, well, she is the next in line for the throne after good old King Eladio kicks it. Uh, well, I'm new to the area. Is, is Eladio sick? says, well, allegedly. He hasn't made many public performances in the last few months. Rumor is that he's taken ill. Some kind of mental thing. I, I don't know. Some kind of curse, maybe? Well, that is a bit strange. Well, I do know that the crowd was upset when they saw the princess. Is she not well received here? Well, she's just not received at all. They keep uh, The king keeps his daughter locked up in the tower. She barely ever has time to make it out to the city. The people just don't know who she is. Well, that's an interesting family dynamic, but I suppose that's something for another day. Um, We've... Uh, gone through everything uh, you're free to go she just smiles and says finally and she leans forward in the chair stands up tall comes up T tall okay uh, three feet tall okay stands up straight stands up say. short just <laughs> one big boots tall <laughs> yeah and she uh comes over looks up at you and just kind of sticks out her hand like oh okay. look friend all right and i uh, shake her hand and go take care and she smiles and kind of uh, do an insight roll. All right. 18. She smiles, but it's pretty obviously kind of a fake smile. Like, oh, yeah, ha, ha, I'm leaving now. <laughs> uh, definitely wore out my welcome on her. Okay. So, yeah. So, she gets the heck out of there. Last, we have Abigail Prescott. All right. So, before we even go in... Uh, I'm no longer piggyback on Magna. I'm, like, up on his shoulders like a little kid. Like, the orc held me up earlier. Totally. And I was kind of, like, tussling his hair and be like, All right, Magna, look at me. Well, all right, I'm going to fall down. Hang on. Don't, don't. All right. <laughs> he, just, he, like, looks up. <laughs> all right. All right. Listen to, my, listen to my words. 
All right. I'm going to be hard not to be the good cop and the bad cop. You (laughs) just be there and be pretty. Okay. You are the cop car. (laughs) You are the cop car. All right. And like, I just stroll in and what, what race is this? uh, No, I stroll in with you on my back. (laughs) Uh, She's a human. Looks probably 20 years old. Kind of long, brown, dirty hair. Um, Like, is she wearing rags? Yeah. Yeah. You get the feeling she's probably not very well to do. All right. I go up to her and be like, well, I, I, you, like pull my hair like yeah. you're <laughs> like controllers. Yeah. Ratatouille. It's a ratatouille situation for sure. All right, hey Abersnail, what's up, dude? She just looks up at you and she's terrified. She's like, whatever it is, I swear I didn't do it. I will comply. I just, I just need to get back to my family. They're waiting for me. I. All right, hey, I'm gonna stop you there. I don't care about your family. You know what I care about? No. I want you to guess. Um, no, stop talking. Okay, hey. Alright, I'm here to help you out, alright? I want you to get out of here as fast as you can, but first, you have to comply with me, because I'm the big dog around here. I'm Big Boots Deputy. Deputy Big Boots. This is my liaison, Magna. And, uh, alright, so what I'm going to do here, I'm going to have you tell me why you lit the stage on fire. And that her eyes get wide, and she the, all the color drains from her face, and she's like, I, I didn't. She looks to Magna, kind of like for reassurance. Magna's just going to roll her roll his eyes, and he's going to ask, so what 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 brought you to the to the festival? As well, I was I was carrying a pitcher of water. My children they they were they were thirsty, so I went over to the town well, and I filled up our clay pot, and I was on the way back when I heard the explosion. I was maybe a good 150 feet away. There are witnesses. Then why are you a suspicious person? Would I know where the town well is? Which yeah, is from it's where it is. Right at... on the way. Yeah. Right on the way? Okay. The way. On the way. She says, well, I, I suppose I... And she just kind of like puts her head in her hands and really tries to think hard. She says, I, I guess I'm, I'm, I might have seen something. What did you see? She says, well, I... I was carrying the pitcher of water, I was trying not to spill it, looking at the ground, making sure I didn't trip on any of the cobblestones, and that was when something caught my eye. I saw a flash coming from one of the store windows up on the second floor. Do you remember what store it was? Well, I... And she gets really flustered and says, I... My children are still waiting for me. All right. If you want their children, you want your children to still have a parent, a mom, you're going to tell me what store it was in. <laughs> just 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 tell us what real the story dark is. there just <laughs> well I, I i think it was the brood mare inn the what the brood mare inn brood like b-r-r-o-d or b-r-e-w-e-d uh it is the b-r-o-o-d like brooding yeah. shoulders okay. yeah your character the know brood that well mare inn okay all right hey i'm sorry i threatened your life She's shaking, like visibly shaking. No, no, no! Hey, hey! I love you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna swat. <laughs> try to swat Magna off my shoulders. You're Magna. You're gonna swat yourself Our off sw- your own yeah. shoulders. <laughs> I'm gonna try to swat big boots off my shoulders. No, I, I'm, I got a death grip on your hair. I'm on there. We'll see about that. <laughs> Alright, roll athletics. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> twelve with, twelve with advantage. So roll again. Advantage means you have. Oh wait, no, it's that's with the athletics. Athletics, I think. Yeah, I had an eight and then four. 
Yep, so 12. That's not quite high enough to, to knock him off of your your shoulders. All right, so I just, like, kind of, like, kick him like a horse. You know, like how you, like, hit the horse to, like, stop or whatever. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Like, all right, Ab- Snail, Abby, Abby Snail, look at me. I love you. And, like, I toss her a copper. She doesn't catch it. She's just, like, like, oh, God, what is it? <laughs> Why is he throwing money at me now? All right, that's for your information. And if you get more for me later, there's more where that comes from. That's money. Go use that to buy some bread. I love you. I'm your lord and saver, Big Boots. She is just total. She's like, can I? Can I leave? Yeah, get out of here, dude. Take the money. She she doesn't even take the copper. She just kind of like hugs the wall, making her way around the perimeter to the door, and then just runs. You fucked that up, Magna. Jesus. What? <laughs> so, Not the one who threatened her. At this point, you would hear a knocking on the door. The uh, the guardman station there says, "Well." That was the the last uh, person of interest, I guess. Um, hopefully this aids in your investigation. Um, kind of like, now that you get a closer look at him, emblazoned on his chest, you see the uh, the symbol of Eärin, like a hammer emblazoned into his armor. That is the, the god of order. Um, as, you know, one of the principal gods that the guards would worship. Order and structure, safety in the city, that kind of thing. Um... He says, should you require my assistance at any point, just send a raven. Good luck. All right. So he we returns would, to his work. So we would convene after everything? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he'll have a moment to debrief. All right. What did you learn, Callie? Uh, well, uh, I learned that her hair shines like the sun. Um, but besides that, uh, looks like she was trying to get a spot before the ceremony occurred. And she saw a cloaked figure with a black cloak. Uh, kind of take a look at the stands, like the constitution of the wood. And when he reached out, he had black scales. Like, kind of uh, a... are we talking about like dragonborn scales? I believe so. Yeah, he was a little bit taller than a kobold. So yes, dragonborn. Okay, so two big butts tall. Okay. All right. So with no help with Magna here, I found out we need to go to the Broodmare Inn. Uh, Abby Snail here saw a flash of light from the, that store. And Theron, what did you learn? Absolute garbage. He knew uh, nothing. He was just some hick. You know, you know how when you have like a group science project and the one kid doesn't do anything. I'm just saying. That's Magna. <laughs> this is my steed. Don't you dare talk bad about my steed. I don't think he's a horse, but. All right. All right, so are we going to make, our way, to, yeah, we'll make go. our way to... Yeah, we'll go. Just accept it. Head over to the Broodmare Inn. Yeah, we'll say time of day at this point would be around 6, 7 o'clock. Sun's starting to go down. Um, you guys make it to the Broodmare Inn. The sign kind of waves in the wind of a, a horse, like, mid-gallop. Um, as you go in, there's probably 20 to 30 patrons inside having food, ale. You know, there's guys playing cards in the corner. There's a, a large fire. People are sitting around telling stories. And the there seems to be one guy uh, behind the bar that's kind of managing everything out here, getting food, getting drinks, making finding some time for small talk, cleaning tables as people leave. Um, he's kind of just doing it all. He's this old man with a large white mustache and a bald head, nice. um, a little heavy set, and he's got like an apron on that's just covered in like food stuff. Honestly, that's how I like my bar keeps exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> Yeah, he sees you guys enter and kind of gives you a nod and uh, kind of just motions with one hand while he's like rubbing down a table with the other. Uh, you can sit anywhere. 
All right, I I announced to the whole to uh, the whole audience, the whole building Bar. of people. Um, hey, what's up, folks? It's me, your world heavyweight champion of wrestling, Big Boots. Do performance roll. Uh, eleven. All right, so the whole place quiets down for a moment as everyone looks at you. You hear a cough, and then they go back to the news. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I just, I'm just still flexing. The tassels are, are I'm I'm blowing on the tassels to make them blow in the wind. Totally. I'm gonna get straight into the thick of it. I'm gonna walk up to the uh, barkeep. Have you seen any dragonborns lately? And he says, "Well, that's an odd way to order a drink. What do you have there, partner? We got all manners of ale, some fine southern wines. What do you have? I'll have nothing, thank you." He just nods and gets back to work. You see, like, beads of sweat dripping into the food, but no one seems to care. <laughs> um. So is there, like, an empty table near, like, where people are sitting? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's kind of like, busy? It's one of those, like, half table, half booth okay. kind of thing. Alright, Um. I motion to Magna, like, hey, let's go sit over there near those people. As long as you get off my back. No. I'm not moving. <laughs> Alright, I yell the people across the way, hey, come here! Right, you there, up. handsome boy, come here. One of the guys looks up from his ale, his pint, and he just kind of looks, he's, and he, he motions with, like, me? <laughs> You're handsome, aren't you? Get over here, come on, come on, come here. He looks at the other people at the table and shrugs and gets up. Um, you can tell by his step that he's probably had a few, you know? He stumbles over to you guys, and he's hey. like, I, were, were you that baby that won the fight earlier? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you've heard of me. So you are. Yeah, it's me, dude. Yeah. Hey, what? What's your name, Chief? My name, Jason. Jason. What? What race is he? Human. Yeah. Oh, he's probably like twenty-five, thirty. I'm pretty popular with humans, from what I'm learning. <laughs> hey, Jason. Um, how long you been sitting here in this bar? Well, I I got off work at five and two hours. All right. Um, was that during the festival time? After. After the festival? Yep. What about after the uh, the explosion? After the explosion, yeah. After the explosion? Yep. Okay. He, he relays he didn't witness any of it. He had to work today, unfortunately. Okay. Down at one of the stores um, downtown. And so, yeah, he's everything he's heard about it has been secondhand. Okay. That there's a fireball. The princess was in danger. Uh, there's a baby that won a wrestling match. <laughs> yeah, it's all secondhand information that he's heard. Uh, I'd like to go actually up to the barkeep. Sure. All right. Uh, yes, I'll have a, a light ale, please. A light ale? What are you? Some kind of... I get of... it. I get it. <laughs> and he looks at you a little closer. He says, oh. Huh. Yes. And he gets you. <laughs> yes, I'm a lightweight. I get it. <laughs> but yeah, he pours it for you. And he um, he says, strange things happening around the city, huh? Very strange. Uh, did you happen to see anything? Well, I, I didn't. I've been hard at it all day. All these tourists coming in for the Founders Day competitions, I I swear I've never... I'm up to my eyeballs and customers. So you've been open all day? Indeed, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, our doors open at, at sunrise, yes. Sunrise? Oh, okay. So uh, what were you doing around noon? Were you at the ceremony? There's no... No, I was busy here. Uh, but I heard about it, yes. There was a, a man that fell unconscious at a dagger-throwing contest. There was some kind of two-fisted little baby that beat a half-orc. There was... 
It's a cheater over at the rock-throwing contest. I I really probably should have been there. It sounded like one for the ages. Well, was it busy during the ceremony at all, or...? Not, not particularly. Everyone was, well, out watching the ceremony, I suppose. Okay. So... I was going to say, traditionally in, I know, Pathfinder, it's like a sense motive, but uh, it's insight, is that correct? Insight, yeah. All right. So I'm going to roll an insight check because it happened around noon mm-hmm. that we've uh, that the ceremony occurred. So there's a fireball there. We had a flashlight over here. If he's been here, he should know. 22. Oh! 22? Yeah, so he seems pretty genuine. Um, he says, why? Are you... Are you... You're not currently investigating that, are you? I thought the City Watch was on on top of things. The City Watch is trying to uh, keep the peace because the, the townsfolk seem to be, well, they seem to be uh, fearful of another attack. Uh, well, we're just curious more so than anything because, well, we were attacked. Hmm. As well, I, I suppose I can give you a look around the place. I um, He picks up his ring of keys and notices that one is missing. And he says, well, blimey. Would you look at that? I I suppose someone I I must have misplaced it. it. Must be back in the kitchen. Um. Does he make a motion to go to the kitchen? He does. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll go ahead and let him go back to the kitchen, but I'll keep an eye on him. Okay. Yeah. He uh goes back into the kitchen. Um. You hear a couple of shouts coming from the back, as a couple of halflings kind of come out in like full chef uniforms, and they're just like he's yelling at them and they're yelling at him, having an argument, and one of them takes a chef hat and throws it on the ground and walks out. Hey, hey, Cal? Callie? Yes, Bright Boots? Has, has he heard of me? Uh, yes. Yes, he has. Alright, you, you keep doing your thing. He thinks you're a baby, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the halfling uh, leaves. Does uh, the barkeep come out? He does, yeah. He says, well, I guess our chef didn't have my key, but I may have angered him a little. What did you say a to little, him? Because he's he's a half leaf. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's. I'm sure he's got a short fuse, anyways. Oh. Uh, he said, "Well, if I if he had the key, that I would know where to stick it." He always did have kind of a short temper. That one. Ha. Huh. All right. Um. So I've, I'm gathering that that's most of the information that I'm probably going to get from him. So I'm going to go join. Um, the scene that Magna and uh, Big Boots are creating. Sure. Yeah, so this inebriated man is still going on about the things that he heard about the tournament and afterwards. And he's like, yeah, I heard the gods cast down a fireball on the princess. And she was all, oh, no, I'm all fancy and I wear gold and have this family legacy. I ride a dragon. And then this being of pure light came out and and he came and he dove on top of her and they kissed, and it was great. Yeah, that was me, And the people dude. cheered. Okay, What a time to be alive. And he yeah. finishes the rest of his pint. All right, um, so, uh, you like me, right? Like, you want my autograph, bro? He just kind of looks at me. I'm the world heavyweight champion of wrestling. He says, can babies write? Yeah, dude, I know is... all the languages. Cobalt? Huh. Know it. Um, it, Elder? I know that. Uh, Snow Elf? Easy clap. Alright. Sure. So, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to make a distraction for me and Magna here while I go and do something. 
And, and, I, and at this point, I'm assuming Callie's walked up. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like, all right, what was the commotion? I'm following right behind him. What was the commotion with the with the with the little boy running out of the the closet or the kitchen? Well, uh, the barkeep was uh, going to hand out his big uh, uh, ring key to us, but he noticed one of them was missing, so he went back to the kitchen and apparently had a a, a row with the halflings. And the halfling, uh, if I'm quoting d- correctly, uh, if he had the key, he would know where to stick it. I don't Which know what that key? means. Which key? The one that was missing on the ring. To where? It was very ambiguous, so I have no idea. All right. So, uh, J- Jason? Je- Jeff? What's his name? Jason. Jason, I want you to like just yell at the barkeeper, and then I'm going to run for the kitchen, okay? So what, what do you want me to yell at him? Just any... What race is the barkeeper? Human. <sighs> Alright, just just be like, compliment his mustache and like, ask for it. So you want me to ask for his mustache? <laughs> yeah, just ask for his mustache. I need to run to the kitchen quick. Just get me another I'll pint. I'll bring you some fries. Get me another pint and you're in. You're All right, I, I hand him my water skin that's full of ale. Alright, he just starts to like, squeeze it and takes a long draft of water. And, uh... Looks at the barkeep and says, "Hey, Randall, give me that mustache." All right, I break for the, f- <laughs> I, I, I force Magna to make a run for the kitchen. <laughs> All right, uh, stealthily or just booking it as stealthily as a half, as a gnome on a man's shoulders can be. Okay. Am I gonna have to roll for this one? <laughs> yeah, if you want to roll stealth, it'll be at disadvantage because it is probably the most noticeable thing in here. <laughs> All right, here we go. An eight. Roll again. Roll again, roll again and take the lowest. Is lower. Disadvantage is roll twice, take the lowest. Okay, so yeah, eight. Eight? <laughs> yeah, that's not going to get there. So as soon as you guys peel off into the back, Randall, the, the barman, just kind of looks around. He's like, what do you mean, Jason? I'm cutting you off. Wait. And he sees you guys book it into the back. Um, as you guys make it back to the kitchen, you see two more halflings getting, like, in the chef outfit, cooking some food for the, the Wait, patrons. Wait, on top of each other? Are they stacking up, too? Well, yeah. How are they going to reach the in counter? A chef, <laughs> in, a, in a chef trench coat. 